0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, one step closer to New York. BYU dispatches the Blazers of UAB and now welcome an ACC opponent.
1: Nick Emery joins us in studio to discuss embracing the NIT and Virginia Tech, plus the head coach of the top ranked rugby team in the land, David Smith.
0: And it's St. Patrick's Day, how we plan to celebrate it like only BYU Sports Nation can do. Plus, big deal, no deal. Let's go!
2: This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by. The BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton
1: and
0: Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision. Presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy St. Patrick's Day! Thursday, March 17th. Always nice to have you with us, everyone. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man... Who loves him some holidays,
1: Jerem Jordan. I forgot it was St. Patrick's Day, obviously. I didn't wear green. I have plenty of green shirts. My bad. To celebrate St. Patrick's Day, (laughs) wearing green or
0: not, we have organized a fantastic St. Paddy's Day show with an Irishman and a celebration for one of the greatest athletes in BYU sports history. Happy birthday, Danny Ainge.
1: Now, is there a more BYU-Irish connection than Danny Ainge, other than actually being Irish, no, okay, nope. He beat the Irish with the most iconic play in BYU basketball history in the uh, you know Sweet 16 in '81 to get to the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, then then he plays for and currently works with the Celtics. <laughs> Danny Ainge <laughs> is the man. He's the man. The greatest player in BYU basketball history. There are all sorts of ties. Digger Phelps, eat your heart out, man. Oh my goodness. And, and and Danny Ainge scored the most points as a freshman per game of any player in BYU history. The second most in BYU history is Nick Emery. He'll He'll join join us, he he will join B. us on the show today. That is Fantastic. right.
0: We also have David Smith, the head coach of the back-to-back-to-back-to-back national champions of rugby in the United States of America. The dude's from Ireland. And he's from Ireland. This is perfect. Jerem is still considering whether or not he will do an Irish Irishman's jig.
1: Maybe in honor of Jake Toulson. I don't know. We'll figure something out.
0: That'll make up for your lack of I missed, wearing green I today. Jake.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That will?
0: Okay. That that will avoid the pinch or the face punch that is awaiting you for not wearing green. Face punch. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's getting kind ex- of intense, isn't it? It's getting extreme. Here okay. are today's HR, <laughs> uh, I feel
1: threatened. <laughs>
0: are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. It's not unusual. Men's basketball avenging Jeff Chapman and the 1988 <laughs> BYU team with a 97-79 win against Alabama. Birmingham led by Kyle Collinsworth's 12th triple-double. 12 and 6th of the season, equaling his total
1: last season. Now, wait a minute. Um... Have you finished filling out your bracket? I have not finished okay. filling out my I'm bracket. De- I'm dead serious. We haven't talked about this. I've got like two minutes to do it. F- f- you fill it out. I'll finish headlines, okay? Okay. You should have filled this out early, but you got to do it. Kay. Kay? <laughs> Headline number two. The Cougars host Virginia Tech tomorrow night, 9.30 Eastern on ESPNU in the second round. We'll, we'll break down the NIT coming up. BYU Junior Center T. John Karoma, who isn't participating in spring ball, tweeted the following last night. Tijon wants to come back. I've ne- I never wanted to leave. I love BYU. Do the BYU coaches want me back? We'll give you the latest as this story develops. And the 16-1 and 29th ranked baseball team opens up West Coast Conference play tonight. 8 Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The Cougars have won 10 in a row. Spencer Linton, Gary Scheide, and dugout reporter Jason Shepard on the call. All over Get, it, man. Wh- where are you at? i have almost done. Notre Dame or, or Xavier in the Elite Eight? Yep, nice. Yep, yep. Okay, yeah, now I've got,
0: got to make a, another Final Four pick.
1: Just, just stall. I'm going with UNC, man. Just stall. Let's get to our Twitter question early. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Let's do it. Let's get to our Twitter question early. How has your level of BYU-NIT excitement changed? Use the hashtag BYUSN and Wayne at, uh, at Milton underscore Rat. My excitement for the NIT is both tripled and doubled. Well done. Hashtag embrace the NIT, he says. <laughs> the People hashtag. are embracing. It thank you so much. Yeah, last night certainly swayed that, and we'll break that down in a moment. Um, so, someone said, I think it was Crazy Cook Fanatic that she had gone. You know, she compared it to quarterbacks. We'll try and find that one. But I've gone from this quarterback to this quarterback. Yeah, we'll, we'll break it down in a moment. Are you? Are you done? Congratulations, your picks have been saved. Okay, it's in there. We go, man. True to form, just in the nick of time. Le- <laughs> That's us go. You, you, hey! You wait. It's in, man.
0: You run, in. You run an
1: Air Force offense.
0: That I do. I shoot with <laughs> well, two what, seconds yeah, left in the shot clock. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they were pretty good a few years ago, though. So, you know, every once in a while.
1: I don't. <laughs> you want to be good now. You don't want to be good <laughs> a few years ago. Rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we.
0: It's What's Trending on BYU the Sports Nation. Burninating the Blazers. Opportunity created by Lewis Sullivan, but now a bad pass.
2: Some turnovers here early for UAB.
0: So oh, disrespectful. Oh, it was loud. One hand in the air for the big city because BYU is one step closer oh, to nice. New York.
1: That was the least keys.
0: And the NIT final four. Nice pickup there, Jerem. Yeah. The dynamic of BYU getting to the big apple. Changed before the Cougars even took the floor last night. We'll talk to Nick Emery about when the team found out. But most of the fan base seemed to have known that, well, because the number one seed in BYU's portion of the bracket, St. Bonaventure, lost to Wagner. Now BYU's facing a potential where they could play at home
1: until New York City. Did we give the karma to Wagner through Quincy Lewis? Did that happen? They beat the Bonnies. The karma was translated to his alma mater. So what this means is if BYU continues to win, they'll play home games. So they, so they play a home game tomorrow against Virginia Tech, 930 Eastern, ESPNU. And then they would play uh, a third game next week, early next week, uh, maybe Tuesday, um, at home, which is awesome. And Dave Rose acknowledged that the opportunity to go to New York is there. He said this
2: after the game. The way that uh, the games turned out today, you know, if we can keep winning, then... Hopefully we can end up back in New York and see what happens there. But got a big one on Friday to get through first.
0: And that big one on Friday is now Virginia Tech from the Atlantic Coast Conference, a team that played UAB this year and won by five points in overtime, but playing in Provo is different than playing on a neutral
1: floor. One day's rest, and that day is a travel day. This sets up perfectly for BYU. BYU should beat Virginia Tech at home. And then they have a home quarterfinal. I don't care who it's against. BYU should win that quarterfinal too, and get back to New York. The door is wide open for BYU to go back to New York, and that would salvage something for this season. I, I talked I, was it yesterday about hey, avoid being the worst season in the Dave Rose era. What I really meant after I thought about that was disappointing. Yeah, that word. season because there have been there's been a worst season by wins and worst season by nit result. Right, that would be the first year. You don't want the disappointment of Kyle Collinsworth's senior year to be, oh, one win in the NIT. If they can get to New York, you go, all right, they salvaged something there. They made a run. You want to be in the NCAA tournament, that's disappointing, period. But if you can get to New York, sure, it was fun. It was a fun environment oh, last man. night. I had a good time. I think all the fans did yesterday.
0: It was so loud. The Cougars, the highest remaining seed in their portion of the bracket, and they can win out at home to get back to Madison Square Garden. The game with UAB, once it started... It was clearly, it was clearly apparent that BYU was motivated, and intense, and ready to go against the Blazers. They were
1: lights out from the beginning, making threes, getting to the rim. In the second half, UAB Ronald is it? No, what's his name? Brown. I can't remember. Robert. Robert Robert Brown. Brown, The dude has like twenty five in the second half. He was unbelievable for a stretch. But you said to me during a a media timeout when they're shooting over sixty percent and had cut the lead down to four. You said. They're going to slow down. They're going to run out of gas. And I said, and they can't shoot 60%. And that happened. BYU ends up winning this game by, what, 19 after all is said and done? It went from a 21-point halftime lead. Down to, to four. Down to four. Back up to 21. So BYU made a heck of a run there in second half.
0: Yeah, it's and credit UAB for coming back, but it's like on the road, 10 minutes still to play in the half. You've exerted so much energy to get yes. yourself back in that game. Once BYU hits one big shot and that crowd gets going again, it's just super deflating.
1: And I love the way that the BYU starting backcourt uh, played. They were fantastic. That's really been the key to this season for BYU. Kyle Davis has, been, uh, has had less of a role as a low post score as the season's gone on. So it's been more about those guards, and they were awesome, which is our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. The starting backcourt of Collinsworth, Fisher, and Emery combined for 68 of the 97 points last night. Anytime they get that kind of production where they make 27 shots, make, I think they made 10 threes combined, fantastic. You're going to win. You're going to win. Kyle Collinsworth had
0: nine assists in the first half. He finished with 12. The oh, team, yeah, there
1: was a triple-double. The team had <laughs>
0: 17 assists on 21 buckets in the first half. No joke. Jerem looked at me last night and said, now if he gets a triple-double, which number will this be? And I'm I am like, had lost track. I, I don't know. I think maybe 12. And then we just laughed. Like It's become so commonplace. For his awesomeness of triple-doubles, we then we forget the number. He's got
1: 12. 12 triple-doubles. He equaled his number from last year. I asked him after the game, I said, did you think you could equal or best that number? And he said, absolutely. And he highlighted the fact that because there are shooters on the team, that was going to happen. He felt like he could, st- he could get more rebounds this year. We Remember we said, oh, Biggs, I don't know if he's going to get a single one. Bunch of idiots. We're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> Kyle Collinsworth has had six triple-doubles. It's been so fun to watch. And unfortunately, last night, he gets the rebound, and the crowd stands up, and then BYU turns it over, so they're like, yeah! And then it got awkwardly quiet. They couldn't, like, clap it out. It yeah, was so it was kind loud for such a
0: non-like... A non, like, a, he a, a he didn't know until that moment. He yeah. said he
1: didn't, and then he's like, yeah, everyone freaked out on a rebound. <laughs> yes, and then we turned the ball over, and it was like, oh, okay. But people were, yes, they were so loud.
0: Okay, 8,420 in attendance. The Marriott Center holds 19,000, so not even That was the half. highest attended NIT game, though, of the first round. Exactly. By far. And the fans were, I'm not kidding you, they were as loud as I've heard the Marriott Center all
1: year. It's because you could sit on the front row of the Blues for 15 bucks. Man. That's why. There were five or six
0: moments when I... I, and I one of them Chase Fisher was going to shoot a three, and I leaned over to you and I said, uh, "Explosion about to happen!" Explosion. And then he makes a three, and the, the roof just comes off the building. Early in the game, on the alley oop from Nick Emery to Kyle Collinsworth, I was like, "Okay,
1: wow, it is so loud in here right now." That's one. Of, that's one of like the top twenty dunks in the Marriott Center ever. Oh. It was awesome, and and we we played the highlight at the beginning of the segment, but. That was awesome because I thought, wow, that, I thought at first that's really low. And it ended up being maybe too high. But Kyle Collinsworth rose up. And it hit me more last night, maybe just with the matchup with UAB, of how giant Kyle Collinsworth. He's not just six six; Like, he's not skinny. He is cut, oh. right? And so Macronutrients for days, bro. He's a power forward who plays guard. Why haven't we been calling him a point forward all year? I don't know. Bunch of idiots. Again, bunch of idiots up here. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm not going to call you an idiot. Okay, I'll call you an idiot. Bunch of idiots.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no, no offense taken, Jeremy,
1: to that. But by, by the way, if we got offended easily, we could not do this show. <laughs> we, we do not. We wouldn't be 671 sh- shows into this A huge, huge landmark today. Six seventy one. Six seventy one. But it, that was an entertaining game, and and I've said, you know, I've been fighting like, oh, it's the NIT. I know. I. It's fun. It really is fun. And last night, I. I thought that, that was a really fun time. And now that BYU can play three home games, the answer to the Twitter question for me, how has your level of BYU-NIT excitement changed? It's gone up a, a notch because two more home games could happen for BYU, which is great. Five games to win this tournament, one in the back. I've been embracing it from the get-go. From the beginning of the season. From the get-go. <laughs> no, oh,
0: settle down, okay? Single-digit seed. <laughs> okay, and the whiff. Yeah. Bunch they, idiots. I, I've been embracing the NIT <laughs> since I found out that BYU was going to it because I realized what it would mean to this team to get to New York. And now that the opportunity is better because they're the yes. highest remaining seed in, the, in their portion of the bracket, it, it, that's what makes me most excited. They can play three home games and get to New York.
1: How fun is that, too? Because BYU is up to win number 24. Kind of the, go- the unspoken goal is 25, 25 wins. So if BYU wins tomorrow... 25? 25. By the way, tomorrow night, baseball, local time, baseball at 6 Mountain, volleyball on our air at 7 Mountain against Pepperdine, number one team in the country, and then basketball on ESPNU at 7.30 So technically, time. if you, wanted, if you on,
0: wanted to get to all three, you could. I want six, I seven, seven someone and
1: to tweet a picture of them at all three games tomorrow. All and we'll, the challenge we'll has been it. issued. Yeah. I'll retweet it. Tweet at me. The challenge the has show, been issued, whatever.
0: and if that person... We'll give you some swag, if you can get to all three.
1: Okay, I didn't say that part, but I'll, yeah. We I was... will
0: give you some BYU Sports Nation swag. Bunch of idiots up here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which would be cool, the rock pass. Yeah, use your rock pass. Virginia Tech,
0: BYU, Friday night, 9.30 Eastern, 7.30 Mountain. If BYU beats the Hokies, it's either Creighton or... Quincy Lewis's Wagner Seahawks mm. coming to Provo. How has your level of Quincy. BYU NIT excitement changed? Let's go to your tweets. It's wintertime. Where are we here? At Milton underscore rat. My excitement for the NIT we has. Read that one. Well, yes, you did. You did read that one. At Aaron K underscore MN. No, because my family was already fired up for BYU. We even are doing an NIT bracket challenge.
1: BYU all the way. That was discussed in uh, our pre-production room, and I was like, nope. Not filling out a bracket. Party pooper. The NIT. You barely filled out an NCAA tournament one. At Dan Martone. (laughs) I live in New Jersey too early, but
0: is it too early to buy my NIT Final Four ticket? Yes. Yes, there'll be plenty (laughs) of tickets either way. Up next, Nick Emery joins us. Does he think it's too early to buy those tickets? The official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right this very second on the Twitter machine. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN.
1: 29th ranked BYU baseball opens up West Coast Conference play tonight. It's at 8 Eastern time. You can watch it on BYU TV. Listen to it on BYU Radio. Spencer will change for that game. He's not going to be wearing this green t-shirt. I might have a green dress shirt, though. Of course you will. You have every color I bet. And
0: that rounds out all of the green clothing currently in my wardrobe. <laughs> you got the two. <laughs> you will see at both you, of them today. At least you wore something. Our Twitter question today has nothing to do with baseball, but what happened last night at the Marriott Center and on the basketball court? How has your level of BYU-NIT excitement changed? At Young 1993 says, It hasn't yet. Win the next two at home, and it starts getting really exciting. All about the next one, right?
1: Well, The next one's
0: Virginia Tech. Exactly, and there's a reason BYU is in the next one. His name is Nick Emery. Well, he was part of that. 22 points worth. He joins us now in Studio B. Happy St. Patrick's Day, first of all, Nick. And uh, welcome back to Studio B. Hey, thanks. It's good to be here. Listen, you were called, and I quote, a true American hero last night by somebody on Twitter. His name is at (laughs) DanCoco7. He said, this guy on BYU wearing full sleeves is a true American hero. (laughs) How do you feel about that?
3: Yeah, I don't know what it means. What he means by a true American <laughs> hero by wearing long sleeves, but hey, what, I mean, I've gotten some weird, weird tweets, but then <laughs> that's awesome.
1: What, what other kind him. of tweets of
3: you? Um, last night, someone was talking about being a uh, an assassin or uh, a dragon slayer after uh, Kyle mm-hmm. is, is the dragon, and so I've gotten some weird ones,
1: but obviously, awesome, awesome <laughs> tweets. What was it like last night when the the starting backcourt, which, which has really been the the heart of this team, when you guys are clicking, sixty eight points and you guys combine to make twenty seven shots? You know that that's we're just
3: playing loose right now. We know we have to leave everything out on the line, and and to play loose, we we knock down shots and are able to to finish through plays. And you know there was a stretch there for a while where UAB really really played well, and uh, you know we. We, we fought back. We knew exactly what we needed to do, and I'm just proud of the guys of how we responded to that.
0: The number one seed in your portion of the bracket, St. Bonaventure, loses before you even take the floor. So at that point, BYU knows we're the highest remaining seed, and if we continue to win, we can be at home until a potential Final Four run in the NIT. So how, how did that change your attitude going into last night's game?
3: So we didn't know about that until actually halftime. Um, but, you know, that's obviously a motivation as well because to play here in the Marriott Center in front of our fans is, is the greatest thing. And, you know, we didn't have a whole lot of fans last night. I don't know how many, 10,000 plus, but it got loud. You know, those fans, are, we have dedicated fans and we're excited that we get uh, another home game against a, a good ACC team.
1: Yeah, I thought the UAB kind of ran out of gas. They made their run, but they had used everything in the tank. And then there were, there were times where it was up and down, and I think you went two minutes into what would be like an under a media timeout. You got really tired in one particular stretch where I could tell the, the pace was there. Tell us about that.
3: Yeah, you know, in the first half, normally there's every four minutes there's a timeout, but there's a stretch that where I went seven and a half, eight minutes straight, and
1: it was like fast. Right? And it was
3: fast, up and down, and you know I I felt it, and I I was, I almost got dizzy. You know, I've never felt that during a game, and. Coach Rose was saying something to me. I had no idea what he was saying. And I, come I can out, see him yelling. Yeah. I come out and Coach Rose just smiles and, hey, you know, just just take a breather and we'll get you back in. <laughs> it worked out. We're, so, glad, so,
0: we're glad that you got a breather. I had a couple of people like, is Nick okay? I'm like, I, I think he'll be all right. I
1: love that you have no idea what he said. Because you're just like, I'm trying to breathe I can't hear anything. I'm
0: dizzy. I've been running for eight minutes. It's madness. Nick Emery with us in Studio B talking about the NIT win over UAB last night, previewing the game with Virginia Tech tomorrow night. Uh, Before we get into the particulars of the Hokies, what was the locker room atmosphere like after the win last night?
3: You know, we were excited. We were happy that we came out with a win. You know, anytime you get a win in a tournament atmosphere, it's great because teams are – are are good you know UAB is good they made they won 26 games and um, to get that win is, is just another confidence boost going into Friday.
1: Have you guys embraced the NIT we've been talking about obviously there's disappointment associated with not making the NCAA tournament but have you embraced this opportunity? Yeah you know you got
3: to embrace every game um, for me I'm, I'm still young I'm still a freshman and you know every game that we get is just a learning experience and to play for Kyle Chase and Nate is, uh, means the world. you know those guys have taught me so much and uh, you know we're, we're playing for them.
1: Dave Rose said that uh, the practices last week maybe weren't the best ones, not knowing what team you're going to play, but then once you found out the opponent, it kind of cranked it back up. What was that like practicing not knowing who you're going to play and then okay, now we have a goal. You know, it's a different mentality for sure
3: because you're you're hoping that you get into a tournament, and uh, we were hoping to get into the NIT. We knew we weren't going to get into the NCAA, but you know, the, those two practices I think were good too because we kind of understood that we we just need to play. You know, we don't need to have all this this stress on us. And uh, you know, we we I think Monday and Tuesday we had great practices, and it, it showed last night.
0: Every player approaches getting over a tough loss differently. So for you personally, how did you kind of remedy getting over that really intense loss to Gonzaga in the semifinals of the WCC tournament?
3: I guess you just got to understand that Gonzaga is a really, really good team. And uh, I take losses very personally. I think I, I take it the hardest. Um, but you, you just got to learn. You just got to learn what you did right and learn what you did wrong. And, uh, and just focus on what the next, next task in hand is.
1: What kind of opportunity did you have Friday night? You have an ACC team coming in here in the second round of the tournament. What do you think?
3: No, Virginia Tech's a really good team, and uh, you know they, they play with a lot of confidence, and they're big and athletic. Um, a lot like UAB, they're long, and uh, you know, to get an ACC team here in Provo is, is huge, and uh, to be able to play them, it's going to be fun and going to be a great atmosphere.
0: Did at any point when you had your steal last night and a breakaway, did you think,
3: <laughs> well, I'm
0: going to dunk this basketball? <laughs>
3: I definitely, I was going to dunk it, but then my foot slipped, and so I, I just laid it in. But, and then Kyle said, hey, you, you could have redeemed yourself right there. <laughs> and I, I said, yeah, but I, I got the two points, so that's all that
1: matters. Is that, and, and there wasn't any hanging on the rim necessary, you know what I mean? That, that was great. Uh, TJ Haas gets back in a couple of weeks, and then Eric right after that. What's that going to be like the next couple of weeks when those guys get back?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know, those guys, I've, I've been with best friends with them. For a long time now, and we've been writing back and forth, and they're excited to get back. And, uh, you know, I I hope we keep winning because then TJ will be able to see the the semis and championship in New York. So he'll be back by then, but, you know, it's going to be fun when they're back. We
0: recently wrote Eric Mika and bugged him for something from Rome. And so we're going to write him again, and we might as well throw in your request. Do you want anything from Rome, from Eric? Well, let's put in a good word. Put in word. a good word
3: with him. Put in a good word? Like a souvenir. Just or something. tell him to, to get ready for when he gets back and has to run again, because I know Eric doesn't like to run, so <laughs> <laughs> that's the only good word I could say. Okay.
1: Fair enough. What, what can this tournament I, – I mean, to me, I always argue the people that are like, I do things for later, for the future. It's like, I do things for now. And lit, right? So what what can this run do for not only this team, but next year's team?
3: Yeah, you know, I've actually had a lot of questions. Hey, are you excited for next year, your teammates back? And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i kind of focused on this year because I, I owe it to Kyle and to Chase and to Nate, our seniors, because they have taught me so much. And, uh, you know, I'm playing for them. I'm playing for Cougar Nation. And, uh, you know, next year is definitely going to be a fun year. Um, I've learned a lot this year to prepare me. And, uh, you know, it's just a preparation every game, and you just got to continue to get better.
0: Nick Emery with us in Studio B, BYU in the second round of the NIT Friday night game against Virginia Tech. What has your brother Jackson said to you specifically relating to postseason play and now the NIT?
3: So Jackson's freshman year here at BYU, he actually was in the NIT as well. And so he said, you know, it's still a good tournament. You're going to learn a lot and just, uh, you know, you can still prove yourselves to be good. And uh, I think that's what I've taken uh, to be as a challenge and um, to, to put that into the guys as well. We're excited. And, you know, the NIT is a good tournament. There's a lot of good teams in this that should have been in the NCAA. And, uh, you know, this is time just to prove ourselves.
1: It was fun watching him because he was in, like, the second row mid court, So he, he could, you know, get within earshot. Then again, if you can't hear Dave in that moment, maybe you can't hear <laughs> And then Kalani Satake was courtside as well. Are you, like, seeing those guys ever, you know, when you're inbounding the ball? Or like, oh, there's there's Coach Sataki right there.
3: Well, Jackson is the loudest yeller I, I know, you know. I <laughs> There was one time where I let my defender, and I kind of poked the ball behind him, and you know, I heard Jackson out of anybody else, hey, you can't do that. You have to stay in front. You have to have the energy. And uh, you know, I actually heard Jackson over Coach Rose one time, like, when I was tired. And so, I mean, Jackson in the front row, and then Coach Sataki's awesome, man. He's He's excited, and he's – He's all about it, and he's—I mean—he's talking to you too during the game. He's just telling you, "Hey, good job, love the way you play, um, keep it up."
1: I saw that you guys uh, made a signal for a, for a certain defensive call that was. The why was that in honor of the football team, Kalani or anything? No, we've actually been doing that all year. It's called shaky. It's our, it's our. Uh, I haven't noticed one-three-one
3: one defense, <laughs> but you know, yeah, you just gave away the, the signal. <laughs> okay, <That's laughs> you're right. gonna I have actually, to change it now. I know. For real. <laughs> I think every team knows that now. Sorry. Right.
1: Yeah, by now they have to go through that one-three-one. They've
0: all been scouted. We'll end with this. The destination for this team now, talking about embracing the NIT, is one of the most historic venues in all of basketball: Madison Square Garden. So. What would it mean for you and this team to get back to New York even though it's not the NCAA tournament.
3: You know this year's been full of ups and downs and I think we owe it to ourselves, you know, we we've had a couple bad losses. Uh, I think we've we've responded well and we've played well through them. But to make it back to to New York, that's our our ultimate goal and uh you know, we're we're playing at a pace and playing with energy right now that we can do it and we're knocking down shots and uh you know, it's just a process, but yeah, it, it's going to be fun.
0: Nick, thanks for the time. Great to have you. St. Pat- Patrick's Day celebrated. Wear some green. Don't get pinched.
3: Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.
0: <laughs> How has your level of BYU-NIT excitement changed? That is our Twitter question today. Join us using the hashtag BYUSN. Again, I'm wearing green. Jerem's not. It's still St. Patrick's Day, so naturally we're going to bring in... Nick didn't either. The Irishman on campus. At BYU, David yeah! Smith, head coach of the BYU National Championship rugby team. Stay just, with us. I just want to hear him say, "Cow." Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: This weekend, a lot going on on campus, Friday and Saturday, 9 Eastern time, number one, the new number one ranked, BYU men's volleyball team, home to Pepperdine, who just took down Stanford last week. So, BYU in a tie for first, ranked number one, number one blocking team in the country, number one hitting team in the country. Things are going well for BYU men's volleyball. Twelve matches they've won in a row. Check it out, 9 Eastern tomorrow and Saturday.
0: Things are going well for BYU Athletics overall as we refresh today's BYUSN headlines. Men's basketball won last night against Alabama-Birmingham, 97-79. Kyle Collinsworth... Ho-hum had another triple-double. He's got 12 in his career, extending his NCAA record.
1: He's got a quorum of triple-doubles now, officially. Nice. Cougars host Virginia Tech tomorrow night, 9.30 Eastern on ESPNU, in the second round of the NIT.
0: BYU football junior center John Karoma, who is not participating in spring ball, tweeted the following last night, quote, John wants to come back. I never wanted to leave. I love BYU. Do the BYU coaches want me back? End quote. We'll give you the latest as that story develops.
1: The 16-1 and one and 29th-ranked baseball team opens up West Coast Conference play tonight as well, 8 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The Cougars have won 10 in a row. They've won 10 games in a row!
0: Speaking of streaks, how about a national championship streak? David Smith. It's St. Patrick's Day, so we naturally had to bring in... The Irishman. Yes. On campus at BYU. Back to back to back to back. National Championship Coach of BYU Rugby. Good to have you
2: with us, Coach. Good to be with you guys. Thanks for having me back.
0: How do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day in
1: Provo, Utah?
2: Usually fairly quietly. You and know, I just keep everything on the down low and just go about my business.
1: Okay. <laughs> do you get asked extra questions on yeah, this day? <laughs>
2: yeah, a few pinches here and there. <laughs> You're not wearing green. I have a green hat in my pocket. Oh, do you? And then so you know, always a few questions about. Uh, don't come and coach that soap. way, Jerem. And what's that cereal you Americans like? Uh, you lucky don't Charms. Lucky Charms. What? That's the one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Lucky Charms. Th- that's too bad that those are the stereotypes, but <laughs> I get it. I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, so far, number one ranked team. I, I believe you're undefeated. That's right. Uh, this year, How- how's the season going?
2: Going well. Going well. The boys are, are you know, working hard. And I've had a good few games under their belt now. The last game against St. Mary's last weekend I was really pleased with. Uh, they stepped up and played best game of the season so far. So, yeah, really happy with everything that's going on right now.
0: You answered one of the questions I wanted to ask, and that was with all of the performances of the season, what was the most impressive? And you beat St. Mary's by one in Moraga mm-hmm. and then come home and absolutely dismantle that team. So what was the major difference between those two matches?
2: You know, When we played them down there, we were up at 27-8 at one point, and it was our first real tough game of the season, coming out of the snow, so on and so forth, and at the end we were a little bit tired, and the boys felt like they let themselves down a little bit down in California, so they were really up for this one because they felt that they should have finished better in California, so they were determined here and proved would he really put a good performance in and show everybody what they could really do. And they
1: did that. Yeah, yeah and it's uh, it's game day today as well, playing uh, Army. at seven local time. Uh, the matches are broadcast on YouTube. If you're not local and uh, can't make it, but tell us about uh, Army and uh, the challenge they
2: present. They're a tough little team, you know. Um, like all the service academies, they're hard men. They're very disciplined uh, mentally. They're pretty strong. Physically, they're tough. Um, you know, it's a full varsity sport at the academy, under collegiate, So they're coming in here, and they're going to, you know, give a good accounting on themselves.
1: Now, for a program like BYU, which this is normal because it's not an NCAA sport. It's a club sport or an official club sport, extramural, right. whatever that means, right? Um, so there's like six or seven of those teams. Well, how many other teams are varsity sports then, like Army? Cal, too,
2: right? Cal, Army, a uh, couple of the smaller schools. You know, all in all, there's probably, I would say, 10 or 12 now in the nation.
1: How does that change things for them versus, say, your program?
2: Well, obviously, they you know, they can recruit. Um, they can offer full ride scholarships. Um, they have the full backing of their athletic department. So, you know, with that comes a lot of advantages. Hmm. Well, despite...
0: BYU, you're not having a lot of those advantages. You win national championships four in a row, and when that's the norm, what do you say to each team at the beginning of the year?
2: Uh, you know, it's it's basically there's a tradition here now, you know, and and even though we're not a, a varsity sport here at BYU, we, we are well supported by our administration. They look after us well and, and they want us to perform well, so we just push that on to the kids. You know, here are the expectations. Here's what's gone before you. There's a big tradition that we've got to uphold, so we expect you to step in there and carry the baton, and on we go.
1: I've known you for a while because my roommates were uh, significant contributors on previous right. teams and uh, you know, helped learn the game of rugby and everything, uh, and it's been fun. You seem like a, a pretty chill dude. How often do you actually yell at the ref? Because certain <laughs> coaches manage that differently.
2: Well, you know, when I was younger, I used to do a whole lot more yelling. As I've got older, I've mellowed out a little bit. But I still have the potential to get a little bit uh, vociferous from time to time. But I try not to do it too much.
0: <laughs> nice use of vociferous. That's the first like use that? of that
2: on this show I'm ever. I'm
1: pretty sure that is the I first
2: guarantee use. it is. I'll review all the 670 <laughs> other
0: shows. <laughs> what kind of a personality does this team have as a whole from... Uh, both off the field and then when they get on the field of competition?
2: You know, off the field we try not to take ourselves too seriously because um, there's a lot of things going on in these young men's lives, you know, they're students first and foremost, so that's a priority for them then. With everything else they have to do, life can get pretty intense and when we get you on the field we, we, we expect some intensity, but off the field we like to have, you know, a little bit of fun keep things real, but always understand what we're here to do and accomplish, so we like the uh you know mix it up a little bit and have some fun. Any music videos uh gonna come out this year? Not that I'm aware of yet, no. Haven't haven't heard any rumors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are we setting up for uh BYU versus that one team that you always play that I want to hear you say again?
2: Oh, uh, Cal? That's quite possible. That was a little faster than I thought. That's quite possible, but you know, each year the teams get better. There there's there's a lot of teams this year that that are stronger than they've ever been before. So we never take anything for granted. You know, we look at one game at a time, the next game, and uh, if it gets to the point where we're fortunate enough to meet Cal again, we'll 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 take that as it comes, but you know, at some point sometime either BYU or Cal may not be there. So we've got to prepare like that's going to be this year so that we can be there. That's impossible. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's been, uh, well, it's, it's been crazy for those that haven't followed it. Cal did not participate in um, D1 of USA rugby a couple of years ago, and it was Central No, it was Arkansas, Arkansas State, State in the championship. Other than that game from 05 to 2015, BYU versus Cal. That's what, right. What kind of relationship is there with them knowing. Hey, it's probably going to be the two of us for the national title.
2: Well, I think there's a lot of respect between both programs. I mean, if you look at <clears throat> the sport of rugby at Cal, I mean, historically, it's it's the it's the gold standard. I the mean, U-
1: like UCLA of men's basketball back yeah, today. Yeah, absolutely. That's Cal, Cal rugby, rugby. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I
2: mean, they are they are the most respected program on their campus. I believe they're the oldest. Great coaching, great kids, great players. Um, and at BYU, in our own way, we've tried to, you know, do what we've thought would be <clears throat> the best stuff that we could do to get to that level as well. So, I mean, we're friendly, we're respectful, but when the game starts, it's all on. And then when it's over, we go shake hands and good luck. See you again soon.
1: Oh, yeah. And having been roommates to some of these guys, I wept openly on a field after the first national championship. Right. the the power of that win meant a lot. Yeah, absolutely.
0: You can imagine four in a row, Jerem.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, the first, one meant, the first one meant a lot. That's right. Because yeah. he got over the hump. And now That's right. Now it's like, oh, yeah, we win the national title. But, but it takes more than that. So tell us about this team and what you think it will take for these guys to yet again win the national title.
2: You know, <clears throat> we've got a lot of talented players again this year. And I think if they just keep their feet on the ground and continue to work and if we can stay, well, we've got a few injuries right now we're dealing with. If we can remain somewhat injury-free – and really stay focused. I mean, these these fellas can have a deep run at it this year again.
0: Four-time defending national champion head coach of BYU rugby, David Smith, is with us in Studio B on St. Patrick's Day, the Irishman on campus at BYU. We should
1: have you in every year on St. Patrick's Day. Can we just <laughs> schedule that for the – He wasn't ears. lying. I thought he was kidding. <laughs> yes. He's got a green beanie. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> every St. Awesome. Patrick's Day, can you
0: come in and hang out? You then? bet. Okay. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about some of the individuals on your team. And I know that all of your players are unique and special and have their own dynamic skill sets. But for those that maybe aren't as familiar with BYU Rugby, if they're watching their first or second match, who are some of the guys that they should pay attention to?
2: Well, one young man that's really come to the forefront this year is Kevin Schofield. You know, last year was his first year of rugby ever. Wow. And uh, you a kid out of California, pretty good athlete, and he's really taken to the game. And I think... You know, in the last three games, he scored nine tries. So he's really stepped up, and he's doing very, very well. Um, Another young man that's doing well is Jackson Kaka from New Zealand. Who's also on the football team. That's right. He's having a great run. So, um, you know, out of Elkington... One of our captains is doing fantastic, Calvin Whiting. I mean we've we've got some players that have really put their hands up this year and they're putting in big performances.
1: Where's the varsity cup final this year?
2: We're not hundred percent sure. It's still in negotiations, so we should find out in the next week or two. Uh either somewhere here in Utah, California. We're still it's usually at Rio Tinto, but this year Rio Tinto's closed because they're resurfacing their field during yeah. that time, so we're looking at a few different venues.
0: Okay. We know you'll keep us in the loop. Absolutely.
2: David Smith, great to talk to you.
0: Uh, We wish you the best of luck against Army tonight moving forward. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Smithy. Thank you very much. Head coach of the National Champions four times in a row, BYU Rugby David Smith.
1: We don't have a guest booked that far in advance other than David Smith, so I think that's a pretty big (laughs) deal. St.
0: Patrick's Day next year. Every year. Perpetually. But I'm hoping we talk to him before St. Patrick's Day next year. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Stay with us. Big deal, no deal up next. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. Remember, if you miss an episode of this show, you can catch the rebroadcast every weeknight on BYU TV starting at 6 p.m. Eastern.
1: Hey, tonight baseball WCC play. 8 Eastern time, you can watch it on BYU TV, listen on BYU Radio. It's going to be a ton of fun. We've added a uh, dugout reporter this year, so more access uh, to the team during the game. This team's 16-1, and 1. they've won 10 in a row, so check it out tonight, 8 Eastern time. You can also watch the NCAA tournament on like your uh, you know iPad or phone while you watch this game on BYU TV, or vice versa, the BYU TV app, you know what I'm saying? You are the man that sets the tone for that. Like
0: You you manage technology better than anybody I think I know, Oh, in terms of like, Multiple things at one time. It really is a talent.
1: It's funny that you say that. I'm watching the UNC-Wilmington-Duke game. (laughs) My
0: point. My point exactly. Right now. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) Our Twitter question today. How has your level of BYU-NIT excitement changed? That crazy kook fanatic says... This is the
1: one I was talking about.
0: On a scale of BYU quarterbacks, I've gone from John Beck to Ty Detmer. Loved watching the guys burninate UAB.
1: (laughs) Verdonate. Awesome. And that analogy. Everyone can understand the quarterback analogy. Oh, I was. I think Rise and Jump podcast said, I've gone from uh, Kevin Kevin Federick Federick to John John Beck. Beck. Yep. Okay. (laughs) I understand exactly what you're talking about.
0: Oh, See if you can understand this as we play Big Deal, No Deal.
3: Big Deal.
0: No deal. Brought to you by Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment throughout the western United States for over 65 years. Brady Industries, clean solutions, a tradition for generations. Number one. Big deal, no deal. Kyle Collinsworth's 12th
1: triple-double. How is this not a big deal? It's a big deal. Of course it is. I, I see how you could say, it. no deal, is done, but trust me, it's a big deal every time it gets a triple-double. It's a statistical anomaly. It's hitting for the cycle if you will, in basketball. It's just so unique. It might be even, uh, probably not more unique than hitting for the cycle, but it's a big deal when he gets his 12th, man. He is added to a record that I think will stand for a long time. Eventually, this will be broken, but it might be 40 or 50 years. Who knows? I saw a San Diego State fan tweet out last night. Let me get this straight.
0: My program, my program has one combined career triple-double, and it happened the
1: other night. And a guy from BYU has 12? Isn't it unbelievable? It is we, absolutely we, a big deal. We will always remember Kyle Collinsworth. Always. One of
0: the greatest to ever play at BYU. Yes. Number two. Big deal, no deal.
1: The possibility of two
0: more home men's
1: hoops games. Mm. I think that's a big deal because that, to me that opens the door. If BYU had to travel, and it's like short notice. Let's say BYU had to travel today and play at Virginia Tech. Do you think BYU would go in there and win that game? It'd be harder. It'd be a lot harder to have a travel day, maybe not even get into good practice per se, and then play that next day. That'd be tough. So to me, that's a big deal. Seating absolutely matters.
0: And so for the second straight answer, I agree with Jerem. It's about home games. Getting to New York is that much easier because you're playing in your own home, essentially. You get to sleep in your own bed. You don't have to travel. You're comfortable. This is where BYU statistically shoots the best and wins the most games. 100% a big deal that BYU has a favorable road back to New York.
1: Why can't we count down to, like, BYU hoops in the NIT or something instead of the Wildcats? Just saying. For now. Do you really want to do that? No, I don't yeah, want to. Yeah,
0: exactly. I don't you want don't, to do you don't want to do that. I don't want to do anything. of down Countdown to the Wildcats. <laughs> 170. 170 days away. BYU, Arizona. (laughs) Jerem is going to spontaneously combust any second. (laughs) Number three. Big deal, no deal. Two number one teams on campus. You can talk now, Jerem. Big deal. Okay, I'll, I'll go. Your TV. Is not frozen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't blink that whole time. That was a long time.
0: There are two number one teams on campus. Anybody who says this is not a big deal does not understand how hard it is to have one number one team on campus. Good grief. Rugby and volleyball, both the best in the country? It's big a- deal.
1: It's a big deal. It's awesome because men's volleyball is killing it. Rugby's killing it. Be- because they're both number one, we're kind of used to them being really good. Do not get too comfortable with greatness, right? Like, acknowledge that it, ha- it is fantastic to have this. Trust me. You could go up to Utah State. It's not like this up there. You could go to New Mexico. You could go to Virginia Tech. There are a lot of teams that do not have the strength of the BYU athletic program, which is fun. It's really strong. When there's a school, uh, when BYU doesn't make the NCAA tournament in men's basketball, it's like this disappointment, right? The, the standard is high, so it's fun to have two number one teams. Number four. Big deal no deal. BYU hoops, baseball and volleyball all in action at the same time tomorrow night.
0: Yeah, I say no deal. Even though I want what? to see all three of those events, like I be, with technology the way that it's available right now, I say no deal. You can watch the baseball game on your computer, you can watch the the volleyball game on BYU on TV on your phone. Yes, on your
1: phone and you could be at the basketball game. Like you could see all three right now. So I say no deal. <sighs> I'm calling the volleyball match, which I'm very excited about. What that means is I need the BYU to sweep so I can make the second half of the basketball game. Meanwhile, I won't be watching any of the baseball game, unfortunately, because I have to call the game. It's one thing to sit here and talk with you and interview someone and still like watch Duke-UNC-Wilmington. By the way, it's 25-24 Duke. But calling the match Friday, I'm like, oh, why couldn't this game have been on Monday? Then so there'd this be is, no this conflict. is a big
0: deal for you because of a conflict. Yes,
1: big deal. And the NCAA tournament's going on. Come on. There's a lot going on, man. Number I lo- five. I do love it. Big deal, no deal. Wearing or not wearing green on
0: Saint Patty's Day.
1: Well, obviously, yeah. Our graphics highlighting fact. I'm not wearing green. That's my bad. I just forgot. I, I have, yeah. I have never really been good at wearing green on this day. I apologize. <laughs> it's, it's just my bad. Is it a big deal or no deal, Jerem? No deal. Yes. <laughs> I don't disrespect those that do wear green. I've got some, I just I've got didn't some wear green. socks on. You want to borrow my socks? That would be a heck to the Let's no.
0: Let's see. Can you see him?
1: This has been one of the weirdest shows ever. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. showing your socks. Those are good socks, How though. How awesome those are, are those? Are better shoes, though.
0: Checkerboard green and black socks.
1: I love it. I love it. Anyway. Here's a here's a green cap to a water bottle. <laughs> I've got <laughs> Happy that Patrick's now. Patrick's everyone.
0: The Cougar Whip Around up next. Cal. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com.
1: Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. BYU won 97 79 against Alabama Birmingham last night in the first round of the NIT, led by Kyle Collinsworth's 12th triple double and sixth of the season, equaling last year's total. Cougars host Virginia Tech tomorrow night, 9.30 Eastern on ESPNU in the second round of the NIT, Spencer.
0: Also, signee Connor Harding from Highland in Pocatello, Idaho, is the Idaho Gatorade Player of the Year. After the 5A state title, averaging 18.5 points per game and six rebounds, he'll go on his mission first and play his freshman season in 2018-2019.
1: Football. UA Junior Center Tijon Caroma, who who isn't participating in spring ball, tweeted the following last night. Tijon wants to come back. I never wanted to leave. I love BYU. Do the BYU coaches want me back? We'll give you the latest as this story develops. Baseball. The 16-1 Cougars are ranked 29th
0: in the country. They've won 10 straight. They open West Coast Conference play tonight, 8 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio.
1: Rugby. The top-ranked Cougars host Army tonight at Southfield, 9 Eastern time. Softball. The ladies in
0: action today at the San Diego Classic today playing Harvard at 130 Eastern and Long Beach State later this afternoon.
1: Jimmer. Fred had 20 points, 5 assists and 7 rebounds in a 123-105 loss to the Grand Rapids Drive Cougars in the PGA.
0: The Arnold Palmer Invitational is underway. Zach Blair tied for 24th at 100. Daniel Summerhays is even through the second hole and tied for
1: 36th. Jerem this course is electric. <laughs> hey, future guests tomorrow. We'll talk to Virginia Tech play by play. John Losser, preview of the Hokies, and Jake Langlois of the men's volleyball team, who's number one in the country. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it
0: most. Dexterlaw.com. As if we wouldn't give it to Kyle Collins right? for his 12th triple double. Six in his junior year, six now in his senior year.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. I asked him after the game, did you think that you could equal that number? Because we thought six was crazy. He said, absolutely. He
0: guaranteed to us that he would get a triple-double.
1: Yes. We shot that commercial during the summer, and we're like, dude, are there going to be enough like rebounds to go around? He's like, "Yes." looked at us it, like we're a bunch of idiots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the, he, uh, wasn't, he wasn't wrong what's the counter on that phrase today for us on this
1: show I don't know it's like been, been a weird show I've said <laughs> we're a bunch of idiots a bunch of times I stared at the camera frozen for a while you showed us your socks mm-hmm. let's get weird <laughs> we are doing that Workaholics.
0: we have done that now for the Twitter question today how has your level of BYU NIT excitement changed let's get some of your tweets <laughs> That's Skyler Beltran says, let's get to New York first. One and done in the NCAA is a better level than an NIT win over UAB. It's a
1: better level than winning the whole tournament. Yeah. Keep winning. Yeah, you're right.
0: That's, see, that's and that brings up an interesting debate. The age old debate. That we don't on this have show. time for correct. We have 43, correct. 53 seconds left. One if you play one game in the NCAA <laughs> tournament and lose, or would you rather win the NIT?
1: I lose respect for those that bring that up. It, at a all, lot of people no. do. No. A lot of people do. It's, there's no question. Come on. At MLPing. Big,
0: exciting win. Big crowd. Great coverage on ESPN. The NIT is good for BYU as it keeps all things alive. Hashtag Jerem is Eeyore. Why bother? <laughs> yeah. Embrace it. Embrace it. No. Elite tweet of the day from at Crazy Cook Fanatic on the scale of BYU quarterbacks. You've already heard this is so good. I've gone from John Beck to Ty Detmer. Loved watching the guys burninate UAB.
1: Burninating the peasants. Nick Emery, David Smith, thanks to them for coming on the show and everyone on our crew. Used